Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Welcome back to another live that we're doing here on YouTube, uh, Facebook, and Twitch. Eventually, we'll be moving the show exclusively to YouTube. But uh, let's begin. The world loves average, man. Oh, does it? It rewards average. It celebrates average. And people have been falling prey to it for far, far too long. Um, and we're going to discuss it today. I'm going to load up uh, Zoom as well. We're going to open up the lines later. Let me have this thing ready. Um, but let me know if you're confused as to um, what I mean when I say that, right? the zoom thing uh connected this is weird i don't know what's going on give me a second what the hell is going on here man probably should have done this before the live but give me a sec give me a sec Okay, join from browser. Okay, we'll see if we can get this thing going. All right, give me a second. All right, cool. All right, good. I think we got it now. I think we got it. Okay, I'm going to be dropping this link and we will be uh, posting this on Facebook. That's the one that we will have later. I'll bring people on and the discussion is going to start here. Make sure you guys leave a like when you come in, share this, support the, the broadcast. Um, your support is needed, especially now that I'm not monetized yet on this new channel. Let's get in the world loves average, right? I will get clowned for wearing a red suit like this. I will get clowned for being bold. I will be ridiculed for having the level of confidence that I have and the level of communication that I have. I will be struck down, censored, canceled, like you guys have seen. If you're new around here, I was absolutely deplatformed years ago. I'd probably have half a million subscribers on YouTube now, and I'd be riding off into the sunset. You know, because I speak truth, because I'm raw, because I'm honest and I'm, and I'm transparent, I've been shunned. I've been blackballed by corporations. I used to speak two, three times a month. But because of what I speak, how I say it, and I'm not politically correct and all that other nonsense, we get shunned, right? And this just happens, right? This is the way the world is set up now. We have participation trophies, right? Um, uh, it's, it's normalized now to be overweight and be this model, right? And oh, no, we're body positivity and all this. Non like it is just absolute nonsense, Right? It's just absolute nonsense, right? So when I say that, right, it celebrates it and it's easy for people to fall into the trap of being average, right? Because when we look at it from that standpoint, and I'll start giving you some more examples, whenever you try to separate yourself and do something different, you're ridiculed, okay? So case of point, let's start. 
in school, for all of you who were in school, I'm sure most of you went to school. If you went to public school, private school, whatever it is, what happened when you stood out, when you weren't a part of the crew, right? Everybody wanted to be a part of the popular clique and, and be around, um, you know, the, the cool people or whoever was deemed socially cool. If you stood out, right, you were emo, you were this or that, and you weren't part of the popular crew, you would be made fun of. If you ventured off and did your own thing, you were labeled a loner. Everybody would sell themselves out and do whatever it was to conform and be a part of the group, which is average, okay? That was school. You would, you would feel the social repercussions from the group if you decided to stand out and do your thing, right? Adulthood, okay? Think about the principles that are instilled in you then by conforming. Now in adulthood, you got to do the opposite. But what happens in adulthood when you don't want to go to college or get the white picket fence and follow that life, right? Or get a job and you decide to be an entrepreneur. What happens? Hey, you're not special. Hey, that's risky. You don't want to do that. You're going to fail. Everybody shoots down your dreams. So they want you to do what everybody does, which is average. Get a job, right? Do your thing. But if you try to do something different, you're ridiculed. The way you dress, even if I conform to the game, which you have to to a degree, right? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear suits. And that's what I did in the business world. I said, I'm going to wear suits and I'm going to look better than all you motherfuckers. And I'm going to do it better than you, but I'm going to do it my way because all these colors and all these styles like you've been seeing over the years with my property tours, the $10 million homes and all that shit. This is my style, man. I love this shit. But in the beginning, I didn't have the confidence to do this. Because I felt in my mind that I had to conform. I had to be like everybody else. But now I do this and what happens? I get made fun of. People talk shit. You'll see a property tour video and instead of talking about the property, people are commenting about my suit. It's crazy, right? So they want me to wear the classic gray suit or blue suit or black suit, which I have. I have those. But even the black one, I have a little suede jacket. It's nice. It's got my own little flavor on it. I'm going to do it my way. But see, when you're average, you don't stand out, you don't get attention, you don't grow, you don't do what you're supposed to do. So understand that it's set up this way on purpose. Because there's two sides to this coin. If you're average, you won't be happy. And I, I'm not dissing average people, by the way. If you're a blue-collar worker here or somebody who lives the regular life and you have a job, great, man. That's you. That's what you want to do. I'm not dissing you. I'm, I'm really not. Because those are the men that have built the world and that keep the world running. I have no beef with them. I respect them like any other man. Any other person who contributes to society, Right? Because any man who shows up and does his job day in and day out and fulfills his duties, respectable man. But understand this. On one end, when you want to venture from that, the crabs in the bucket effect goes into place and they pull you back, right? And for many of you who aspire for more, this is where the mental game comes in. This is where the pressure begins to mount and mount and mount and mount. And this is where we begin to get in this, this tug of war with ourselves, which is really your, your, your real self up here, like your real self. And then all the other things that were instilled 
and, and put into you by somebody else, organization, school, your upbringing and all that. So you're in this constant conflict. And if you don't know from a mental standpoint as a human being, when you're in conflict, you're bound to inaction. You cannot move because you want to go this way, but you have something pulling you this way and something pulling you that way. Therefore, you're bound to inaction. And you have to clear that up internally as a human being to be absolutely more effective. And the people that you admire that just go and go and go and go, they've resolved this, whether they know it or not. And that's the battle. Because who am I or anybody else to tell you that you cannot fulfill your desires or do what you want to do? Right? You have free will as a human being. We're on this planet. You can do what you want, right? We all abide by the laws of the land and by no means do I tell people to break those laws, whether we agree with them or not. Do you? I've never broken laws or harmed people on my quest to achieve what I've achieved. And I've done crazy stuff in the business world, right? And in my personal life, like just generally speaking, right? My accomplishments to a lot of people are grandiose. Speaking, right? building businesses, the retail business, the online stuff that I've done, right? But see, no one ever looked at me and said, you're going to do this. I just had the desire, right? The idea popped up and I said, you know what? I'm going to do that and I'm going to go after it. And on the way, in like just a crazy amount of obstacles and barriers for sure. But the main one that people deal with, and, and this is where I, I want to get at this because it's never the technical stuff that stops you. It's always the social aspect or the emotional aspect that stops you. You see, all these constructs, right? The emotional one is internal with you, normal, right? And people don't know. We're wired for survival as human beings, right? We've fast-forwarded so much in the modern era, but your DNA is primitive, dude. And, and we'll talk a little bit about that today, right? I, I have like extensive personal studies like evolutionary psychology, psychology of human beings, men and women, all that stuff, right? I, I've coached that stuff. I've trained on it a lot. I'll talk a little bit about it today, right? But the emotional side is just as important because that's you with you. And that's up to you and your responsibility to change. The other one is you need to understand and observe and see this dynamic play in real life. Right? Like your mind is wired to help you survive. Anything that would damage you physically or emotionally, your mind will get you to stop. But your mind does not know that you live in a modern era. When you hesitate to approach somebody, a stranger, right? Your mind thinks 100,000 years ago, I approached the wrong person, I'm gonna get killed. We're in the modern day era, right? You might fear the embarrassment, but the mind thinks, uh-oh, it could be catastrophic. What if he knows somebody and then they beat you with a club against the head and you die, right? But that, that, that's where your mind will go. You may not think that, but that's what your mind, your primitive mind is thinking in your DNA. But you have to be able to acknowledge it and say, okay, I'm a more evolved human being, I understand the modern era. And even though I feel that emotion of hesitancy, nervousness, whatever it is, I'm still going to go and see, and that's the key. And this is what stops most people. You acknowledge the emotion and you go, you don't try to fight the emotion or make it go away or not feel it. You're going to feel it. You just have to use your intelligence to understand that I'm going to act in spite of the feeling. And that's all you do. There's no magical fucking formula. That's all you do. That's why when you approach strangers, make calls, go door to door, build your life as an entrepreneur, there's always going to be some hesitancy, nervousness, excitement, fear. That's just the name of the game. I still feel it. Everybody does, but we just go. 
while everyone else sits around and talks about, well, I feel fear, don't you? And then they fucking sit there and philosophize about it for 10 hours. I've talked to a, a thousand people and I'm putting deals together and I'm living my life. That's the difference. There's no magical 10-step program to get over that. It's simply an acknowledgement of what is and you act in spite of. That's it. Save that as the quote, write it down, uh, preach it to yourself every day and get into action because that's all it is. It's not any different than that. It's not special or any of that, right? But from the, the human standpoint, when we talk about the mind, right? Understand that we're social creatures, right? Our mind is primitive. It's wired for survival. Another element of this that people miss. Another element of this that people miss, right? We already brought up, <laughs> fucking cat, right? We already brought up, it's wired for survival, right? Another one is this. When you stagnate, meaning you're doing nothing. Like modern day era, human beings call it bored. Sitting idly, doing nothing, right? When you do that, when you idle, again, your mind is wired to try to, again, spot threats and issues. And because you don't live out in the wild anymore, your mind will begin to make shit up. Because it's not used to the modern era yet. We haven't evolved as human beings that way. So it will look for shit or you'll start daydreaming about, well, if I don't make the sale, then I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. And, and you will let your mind do that. Why do you think I always preach to people, the more you're doing shit, the more you're in action, focus on what you do want, right? Doing what it is that you need to do to develop yourself, your business, taking the right actions, following the right rituals. Your mind now is occupied and doesn't have time to create these daydream fantasies that 99% of the time are negative. And this is how crazy it is. Because when I ask people to visualize and imagine consciously, they can't do it. It's very difficult for them to get into trance and meditation, think about what they want, make it real, make it vivid. But when it comes to negative shit, Oh my God, it's the most clear, vivid picture and most detailed story. It's insane. And think about that from a practical standpoint, meaning your imagination is wired to be negative and make that your fucking reality because the mind, the subconscious mind does not know the difference between reality and what you imagine. And those daydreams, especially the unconscious ones, are extremely powerful over time because that creates your reality as a human being. But to do it consciously and in a progressive way, meaning positive transformation, growth, potential. People can't do that because they haven't gotten that mechanism and surrendered it to that extent. They can only do it unconsciously, negative, worst case scenario, because that's been conditioned and, and built now and wired for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. You have to take back that control because this is the first piece in this mechanism. When we talk about creating a reality, all the buzzwords today, all that bullshit, manifestation and all that stuff that they sell you guys, right? That's the first one. Can you sit there legitimately without watching porn or anything else, right? Or watching a video. Can you sit there in silence by yourself, close your eyes and create vivid imagery, sounds and movie reels in your mind consciously about what you want and make your body get into the mode of feeling emotion because it's so real and vivid. If you cannot do that, you need to start doing that on a daily basis, even if it's only for a few minutes, right? On everything, right? And, and some people, a lot of young people watch porn and all that nonsense so much, their imagination has been hijacked. And I tell that to dudes all the time. You watch porn and you fucking jerk off and all that shit, but can you actually come up with your own stuff without watching porn or having some outside stimulus and arouse yourself? Probably not. Because your imagination has been hijacked by an outside mechanism. Same thing with movies. 
why do you think you get so enthralled and 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 just sucked into movies it's doing that right there in your face the music the environment the dim lights the imagery right it's just it's captivating you can you do that and create that yourself though it's no different than creating feeling and sensation of gratitude i can stop and think about feeling grateful and i get this like euphoric feeling it's crazy how intense it is but i can do that immediately because i've conditioned that in myself because when i tell people be grateful and feel it 99% of people can't do that the genuine feeling of ah, feeling actually grateful it's a euphoric feeling this is why they say that be grateful right it puts you in this like trance and it, it feels so good you smile you feel relaxed it's great on the tone scale it's it's up there right if you don't know the emotional tone scale look it up you want to operate near the top right optimism gratitude right it's awesome right enthusiasm right enthusiasm is not at the very top but it's like getting up there But see, that, that's not average because the average person doesn't do that. That's hocus pocus. That's motivation. That's bullshit. That's fluff. I get told all the time that neurolinguistic programming and hypnosis is pseudoscience. What the fuck are you talking about? Then how come I can take a script that other people use that get zero results and I can take that same script and make millions with it? Because that's directly tied into my own process and in my sales process, one of many pieces. Why can't I get people and transform them quickly? Remember Kevin on my old channel, Kevin Marks, who worked with me, came in. Shout out to Kevin, right? Came into me a very shy, quiet, introverted geek by his, by his own admittance. Six months later after working with me, he's a completely different man. Social butterfly, all the energy in the world, good speaker, funny, right? And just you look at him like, wow, this, this is a completely different person. Exactly. That's what I can do with people. That's what I do with people. That's what I did with myself. But see, he came in as a student, willing and able to do whatever it took to achieve that, right? And that's the key. He did what I said. He put in the work. But a lot of the stuff that I taught him, that I've taught myself and that I do with my students and the people around me, part of it is that. We talk psychology, evolutionary psychology, right? The human psyche, how it's changed over the last couple thousand years, right? We talk NLP, we talk him. All that stuff is laced into everything that I teach. I'm even thinking about doing like something big here in the near future as one of the things on my platforms about teaching people how to be great public speakers. Because I, I know I've done a lot now. I've studied it, right? And I really think I can help people who are really, really dedicated. You know, speaking on stage, doing stuff on social media, all that stuff translates to everything that you do down to one-on-one -on -one interactions with people out on the street. I mean, it's funny because when I go out even, right, nightlife, networking, whatever, everywhere I go, I tell people, especially somebody new is around, I say, pay attention, bro. When we start going out, you'll start to notice that wherever we go, people will just congregate and start listening to me and there'll be like a circle around me, right? And I don't say that to, uh, you know, uh, what do they say? Toot your own horn. It's not about that, but it, it just happens because when I speak, people start listening because when you speak, right, let's, let's talk communication. When your communication is well above average and different, when people come across it and tap into that, it has this effect that's different. Whenever it's no different than when a car drives by and then a Lamborghini drives by. When the Lamborghini drives by, everything stops. 
I remember I would tell people, pay attention. When I drive by kindergarten, these kids don't even know what a fucking Lambo is. And they're all hanging on the fence. Whoa. Because that car is not average. It is the opposite of average, dude. It is top 1%. The way it looks, the way it sounds, the way it drives, everything. So now as a speaker, you show up, people are going to be like, damn. They might not consciously say it, but unconsciously, they're just drawn towards it, right? It's attractive because they've never been around it or it's a rare thing and it tickles people's soul, whatever you want to call it, right? Whatever fancy words or, or, or little buzzwords, you know, illustrate the point for you. So you have to ask yourself, right? You have to take a, a clear assessment of your life and say, if I desire more, if I want something different, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, your personal development, right? Your confidence, your self-esteem, uh, your career, right? Diet and lifestyle, you know, your physique, your physical capacity, whatever it is. There's average, meaning what most people are doing and then what you're doing. And if you're doing what most people are doing, you can't sit there and be wondering why you don't have different results and you have an average life in that category. I know physically, my physical aptitude, performance, physique is not average. But when I look at what I put in, my diet and lifestyle, my physical capacity and what I do, of course, I outperform the average person by far. Same thing with my sales skills, my career. It's just, it's on a different level. But when you look at just, the output of me compared to the average person, it's in a completely different category. It's not rocket science. I'm not special. And people will go to that. They'll default to it. Well, Brian was this or that. You were born a good speaker. Oh, well, you look pretty good in a suit. It's insane the dumb shit that people say. So, dude, don't belittle my accomplishments. I work my ass off to get here and I keep doing it, right? Look at me now. I'm going 30 minutes, hour, two hours live every day on this channel. I'm not even fucking monetized. I don't care. I'm going to do whatever it takes. But people aren't willing to do this. People aren't willing to go live because they say, well, I'm not good. Neither was I, dude. You know how I got good? By going live, sucking, speaking, being horrible, and then eventually I got good. And I put in the work and I learned from the best people. I found the speakers that just left me like, wow, I need to learn from them. And I went and I said, sir, what do I need to pay you to teach me? Here you go. That's what I did in basketball, in business, speaking, everything. You see? But again... Average people won't do that. And that's why I even say, I'm not for the average person. Yes, I can help the average person, but the people who come to me to seek coaching and help, I'm not for the average person. I'm not. That's why I don't charge average prices, right? And when I, when I look at somebody and I'll tell them, look, this isn't for you, dude. Try this person or go over here. And then maybe when you're ready for this, come here, right? Because I'm not. I'm too intense for the average person. I demand too much from the average person. I hold the average person way too accountable for their own good. They won't want, they won't like it. They won't last. Because when you come in, especially as a student, I want you to reach your fucking potential. And if you're not willing to invest yourself in it 100%, it's not going to be for you. That's why my new little low ticket program for beginners, I named it the Agagi, right? Like the Spartan thing. Again, for salespeople. There you go, right? But again, even though it's a low barrier, like a low ticket thing, don't come in pussyfooting or messing around, right? If it's too much for you, just don't even sign up. I'm doing a challenge at the end of this month that I just announced today, the communication challenge. If you're going to come, come correct. It's the day after Christmas for four days. 
and I'm going to get a ton of people. Oh, it's after Christmas. Then you ain't serious, bro. If you're taking the year off, take the year off. I'm not going to do the challenge a different date because you want to take time off. It's not for you then. You, you ain't a real student. You're not dedicated. Go fucking get fat and drink and do all the dumb shit that people do. And then go on and complain that your life sucks and you don't have money. Like most people. You see? When you look at your brand, when you look at everything, th that's why when I look around, I don't have average results. I don't, I, I and, and the cool thing is, is this, and I'll speak to you from this perspective for a second. When, when you really subscribe and apply yourself and commit to this process, y'all, you access a level of life that other people just, they, they can't fathom. Like when I tell people my lifestyle now, right? How much money I make, my interactions with women and other men and stuff, and just my experience. And I get this now because my teachers used to say this back in the day. They would say, I have to downplay my experience because people don't think it's real or they can't understand it. I get that now. A couple of years ago, that finally hit me. And I said, okay, it makes sense. Because when I tell people what happens or what I do, it's like, nah, that's bullshit. Or they can't even fathom. And what I say is this, they can't even conceptualize what you're saying. They can't. They can't even conceptualize what you said because it's so out of the realm mentally. They can't even fathom. Same thing with how I feel. This is why some people will come on and say I'm on drugs because they can't fathom that being this healthy, you can have this much natural energy. I have to be on something Adderall, fucking pre-workout, all that shit. And I've never taken any of that shit, nor will I ever. And I laugh because I'm pushing for almost 40 now and I have more energy than people half my fucking age. They're taking naps and drinking energy drinks. I'm like, dude, what, what, what's the matter with you, man? Really? You're 20, 21, 25, and, and, and you can't get it up? You can't make it through the day? Like, what? How? How am I almost twice your age? And like, that doesn't make you curious? That doesn't make you mad? You see? But again, they live average, study average. Diet average, social life average, you're going to get average, dude. There's no way around it. But again, like I said, the world loves average. The, the agenda will come in. Oh, you know, you're special, right? No, no, you don't have to do any, any of that stuff. It's your truth. Just live your life. Get out of here, dude. The snowflake era is here. It really is. It's sad. And then people like me get put on the cross and, and just, you know, executed. Oh, extremist, crazy. I've heard it all, y'all. Uh, again, even if you like me, right? I've been called misogynist, this, that. Like, it's, it's insane the amount of insults and ridicule and trolling that has happened to me. Not so much now because i kind of been shunned and deplatformed. But as this grows again and, and we get back to where we were, right? And that might take a while. You'll see them come out. And maybe later I'll have them on the show because now that I go live, I invite people. I drop the Zoom link. And if they want to come in and, and they want to box, let's go. I have no problem right? You guys can start heading into Zoom if you want, right? We'll see if uh, this works. But see, nothing about me is average, y'all, and I'm cool with it. But see, there's two sides to that coin. You have to deal with it. I made a post earlier on Facebook, Instagram, threads, YouTube, if you didn't see it. I said, I love the fact that the stakes are high when you start rising to the top. Why? When you're new and nobody knows you, you don't have no reputation, no success, you can stumble, trip, fall, do dumb shit, go out in public drunk, do drive drunk, and it's not that big of a deal. But when you become the celebrity, 
right? When you now have success in a brand and an image and prestige, I wrote this in the post. One poorly written email can destroy your reputation and your success and your image. And, and people really resonated with that. It's true because with great power comes great responsibility. You can't have all that power and success and whatever and just be stupid, right? Like the paparazzi following the famous people. They can't go out and drive drunk and be stupid in public. They'll be exposed. The average person can get away with that because no one's watching. You're held to a higher standard when you're at a higher level. Good. That's how it should be. I'll leave him alone. What do you mean? He's fucking out in public pissed drunk. That's not how a, a, a person's supposed to carry themselves. That's irresponsible. That's stupid. That's something like a you know 15 or 16 year old would do. This person's 30, 35, 40. Grow up, dude. It's the same thing when people try to fight about image. They'll share a picture of like Zuckerberg and sweats. Oh, you don't need to dress up. It's like, dude, when he was in front of Congress, he had a fucking suit on, right? Come on, dude. Come on. That's not an excuse to dress like shit and not present yourself well in public or smell good and all these. Take some fucking pride in yourself, man. Seriously. All right, then people will clown me. Oh, you did this video? Dude, I just left the gym. I just left the gym. Come to my office. Come see me day to day. Come to the bank with me where they say, man, Brian's always fucking dressed sharp. Exactly. That's how you move. You see? But then you get a different effect from people. And life treats you differently. People treat you differently. You get different opportunities. Again, why? I'm not going out there as the average person. The average person is in Crocs and sweats and dressed like shit. Right? Oh, well, it doesn't matter what you wear. And they start all this shit. Everything's a gray area now, right? It's nuts, man. But that's average. Instead of really saying, you know what? I just didn't feel like putting anything on. And really, getting dressed takes nothing. For me to put on pants and the suit jacket takes fucking 10 seconds. Uh, it's not, I'm not comfortable in a suit. Dude, suits are super comfortable. What are you talking about? People just say that, right? Now, if you're overweight and they're not comfortable, that's different. Get your shit together. Of course, it's not comfortable because your stomach's so big, you can't even button up the suit. And you have fat pouring everywhere. That's your problem. That's your problem. Get in shape, dude. But look, what is it now? 80%? Not, I don't know if it's 80%, but like 50, 60, 70% of like the US population now is obese. Are you kidding me? And now, oh, it's okay. You can be fat and healthy. Eh, wrong. Nope. Sorry. It's dangerous to your bones, your body, everything. Follow that person for five or 10 years. Those people having heart attacks. Now, again, I'm not clowning people here. I know some people have medical conditions, but that is 1% or 2% or whatever. The exception to the rule does not change the rule. Oh, you know, you're fat shaming. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, I'm telling the truth. It's not fat shaming. See, they just make shit up. Stupid. But then people sit back idly and they don't say anything. That's the problem. If everybody spoke up, people like me wouldn't get shunned. But everyone sits there and DMs me. Oh, I agree with you, but they won't say anything because they're fucking cowards. And this is why I get put up on a cross and sacrifice while everyone else just puts their head down and complies with everything. And the world changes. And then later, when it's too late, everybody complains. This is why I didn't sit back, you know, in 2020 when all that madness happened and kept my mouth shut. I went out. I observed the flaws in what they were saying. I saw the lies. And I said something about it. And everybody, especially men, should say something. 
because it's our job to stand up against tyranny. If you're a real man, if you're not, then turn in your balls, please. So that's fine. If I got to be the bad guy, so be it. Like Scarface, right? Except I don't do cocaine. Even though my haters will say that I do. <laughs> you see, but the fact that I'm willing to do that denotes that I'm not average. Nor will I ever be. Again, not clowning the average person. I'm not. If you're one of the men working out there that upholds the world and keeps it functioning the way it is, salute to you. But understand what I'm saying here because a lot of people have been deluded by social media and all these things, but when you look at their life and what they're doing and what they represent in their character, it's average. Yet they think they can have it all. It's nuts. So, dude, how are you going to be a six-figure earner and you don't do anything? Everyone's looking for the easiest way to do it when everybody who makes that type of money, myself included, will tell you it's not easy. You can't just get on the next thing promoted to you. You got to do this traditional hard work. Oh, no, but it's 2023. We don't do that anymore. That's why you're broke, dude. The fact that you would tell me somebody who's achieved it, you, someone who never has, that what I'm saying isn't right means you're an idiot. That's the world that we live in. The have nots tell the haves no. You're wrong. It's insane. You see? But the internet has made people anonymous too. That's why Twitter and all these platforms are so toxic. You can just talk shit without, you know, taking any responsibility for it. Right? I think Mike Tyson said it'd be cool, you know, because then people, if knew, they knew they were going to get punched in the face, they wouldn't make those comments. Exactly. And if you got time to sit there and hate on people, dude, come on. That's the average person. That's the average person. I don't have time to watch all this content and hate on people. I don't have time. I'm too busy living my life and building my empire. Why would I sit there and hate on somebody? If you're winning and I don't even know you and I see it, there's a like. Good job, bro. Keep winning. Keep doing your thing. Even if it's unrelated. Fantastic. You're putting in the work. It's no different than somebody hitting me up with a new podcast. Hey, you want to be on it? Absolutely, bro. So all the content creators that watch me, you want me on your platform? You want to interview me? You want to chat? Let's do it, bro. I'm all about collaborations and, and, and doing it. No problem, dude. Let's do it. Reach out to me. Hit me up. Hit up my assistant. Email us. No problem. Just like I have people on my platform too, right? I, I did this event last month, this business event, again, which average people won't host. I brought people in. I spoke most of the, the event of two hours, right? And now some of the people who were there, I asked them to contribute. Next month, we're opening it up. We're going to expand it. And they're going to be speakers now because I, I create a platform and, and I host stuff for people to put them up. That's what leaders do. It's not average. And I'm doing that for free. At my cost, because I host it in my office. So people come for free. I have to pay for the office, not anybody else. So the fact that I'm successful, I create a platform for other people. You see? You see how this feeds into it, right? Success helps create more and give other people opportunities. Just like I can say I'm a business owner because I have employees. I provide opportunities in a different life for people, right? You see, but I had to build myself up from nothing to put myself in this position. Okay. So I put the zoom, you know, if any of you want to join, um, let's see, we got Johnny in here. Let's see if I can, um, hold on. Let me put this thing, Johnny. I know you're going to connect there. Give me a second. Make sure you mute yourself. 
Give me a second. Present. Share screen. Zoom. All right, so we'll keep it there for now. Cool. Let's get to the, the comments here for a second, right? The world loves average, but nature does not tolerate it. 100%. Yes. Again, if you need to see, there's a link. It's in the chat for all platforms. Um, evil only prevails when good men do nothing. 100%. Yes. Yep. Scary hours. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Gooseman. Thank you. DC in the house. What's up? Jump contact. Top quality salesperson. Appreciate it. Thank you. Dylan. I was standing in line with and a taller, bigger guy behind me standing too close. Can you step back? Because I thought he would be aggressive. Um, I would say it. I would say something because it's all in your delivery, man. It's all in your delivery. So if that happened to me, um, like let's say somebody's close, um, I might like turn around and say, oh, man, excuse me. And then maybe I would denote, I would take like a half step back just to signify to him like, hey, you know, we're a little bit too close. And the reason I say that is a lot of people, uh, they lack that social savviness, Dylan, and they don't. They don't know. It's like, I'm sure many of you have seen people walk up to you and get too close to you to talk. They're not aware that they're too close to you. They haven't figured that out, right? It's nuts. All right, Johnny, you want to say something, bro? Go for it. You have a question? Go ahead, if you do. I've asked you to unmute if you want to ask a question. Yeah. See, so um, Cloud says, excuse me. Cool. Yeah. Just, oh, excuse me, man. Right. Real, like not a big deal. If you say, can I help you? Depending on how you say it, they might get offended if you say that. Right. They might take that as aggression, especially if it's a man. Right. Are there any books that you would recommend? Books that I would recommend, dude. Uh, have you checked out my original YouTube channel, my old one or no? Go ahead, dude. You can unmute. A little bit. Some of the older videos. Cool. Uh, yeah, I've, I've recommended a lot on the original one, but uh, it really depends, bro, because that's a very broad question. Anthony Robbins has some really good books. Um, if you're looking for sales stuff, Oren Clef. I'll write it in the, the comments. Oren Clef. Pitch anything. That's a great book. Um, but there's so many, bro. I would say just pick something that you're interested in. NLP, sales, communication, marketing, and just have at it, bro. Because the more you guys get out there and just explore and read and start consuming, the easier it's going to be for you to find what you're really into. Because I always tell people, what, what comes from within you to want to learn, right? Do you want to learn sales? Do you want to learn how to run a business, right? And start 
going on like Amazon and some of these online bookstores and saying, okay, business books, right? And from there, get a couple, read, and then you'll start to see what really um, you're interested in. Because in school, they told us what to read. Now, as an entrepreneur wanting to self-educate, you can choose, right? So that's what I would recommend, dude. That way, at least you get your, your beak wet and you're out there, you know, actually learning now, reading and engaging with what you want to engage in, because that's going to open up the doors for what you want. Cool. Okay. Um, has anybody ever gotten aggressive with you and try to stand up for yourself like in my situation? Well, you're not really standing up for yourself, dude. You're just making an observation. But no, maybe because I'm six foot two, muscular and full of tattoos, people don't mess with me. Same thing with COVID. I'd go around without a mask on and nobody would tell me shit. Um, but even if they did, I'm at a point now, bro, and this is why I'd recommend for you and all the men, like if you don't know how to fight, learn how to fight. Right. I know the average person I could whoop their ass. So I'm going to be like, hey, bro, it's all good. Even if they get aggressive with me, I'll say you win, bro. We're good. I don't want to get into it because I don't want to hurt somebody. Right. That's what I would do if they got aggressive with me. I'm only going to really fight somebody if I have to. But when you're dismissive like that and you let them go, um, for, for the most part, people aren't going to mess with you unless like you're out. People are drunk and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Now, there's a difference, though, because. When you do that and you're confident, it hits different, right? When people know that you're fearing confrontation and they can smell that fear, they're going to be really aggressive with you. And I think that's why most people won't mess with me because I carry myself a certain way. The way that I speak, the way that I walk, the way that I talk, that's ultimately what's most important. I'm fit, lift weights, but I'm short. I don't have the 6'2 advantage like you have. Yeah, I understand. But it, it's all in how you carry yourself, dude. I'm sure you guys have seen somebody walk in and you're like, okay, yeah, that dude can fight. Or that dude looks like he's going to murder somebody, right? That's like, look at fighters. When they go out, they're not aggressive and trying to beat people up. They're having fun. They're smiling. They're having a good time, right? And that's really kind of what you want to emulate, right? Cool. Okay, guys, I'm going to wrap up here. I appreciate you guys. Like I said, I'm doing a challenge at the end of the month. The link is in the description. The basic sales and entrepreneur kind of course that I created, the Agagi is in the description as well for those of you who want to join. If you join that, that coaching, you'll get the challenge for free right? Between now and Christmas for anybody who's watching live or the recording, right? That's it for this one, guys. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, we're going to keep doing this, right? Most days out of the week. And I think, uh, you know, the live is really helping the channel. I'm getting a lot more watch time and we'll be monetized soon. And then this thing is just going to explode because I'm going to make it a formal show. All right. That's it for this one, y'all. Peace out. See you on the next one.